Hello and welcome to The Motherhood Guide, where it's all about making your experiences of pregnancy, birth and motherhood better. I'm your host Kelly, a mum of two, a hypnobirthing teacher and birth educator, and I'm here to help you thrive in motherhood rather than simply just survive. Let's get started. This is the first episode that I've ever recorded, but the reason that I really wanted to jump in and start recording this one is because... There's a lot of thoughts and feelings that I'm working through at the moment that I really need to just get off my chest and I really just need to get out, essentially. Because we're going through a really, really big period of change as a family at the moment because in a couple of weeks' time, my oldest, my little girl, she is going to be starting school and my youngest, my son, he is going to be starting his preschool nursery. So the reason that this is a really big period of change for us as a family is because I'm going to be going from spending five days a week with my kids to spending four slash four and a half days apart from them. It feels like a really big change and I know that that maybe for some people sounds really dramatic but it does. It feels like a really huge shift for me and it's something that I'm definitely really struggling with at the moment. There's just a lot of sadness around it and I know that there's obviously a lot of excitement about it as well. There is definitely benefits to it but yeah for sure there's just so much sadness about it and nervousness, worry, anxiety There's just a lot of feelings that I'm feeling and I've been finding myself getting really, really emotional even just talking about it. I was actually thinking to myself when I had said to my mum this morning that I was going to record this and I was thinking to myself, oh my gosh, do you think I'll be able to do it without crying? Genuinely, that's how hard it has been for me these past few days especially just because my little boy has literally just turned three a couple of days ago. So a lot of heightened emotions this week. But I just wanted to open up this conversation because obviously I know that these emotions, these thoughts, these feelings are not going to be unique to me. But definitely it feels like something that's hit me like a ton of bricks because I wasn't really prepared for how sad that this would feel, how difficult it would feel. So hopefully if I can kind of start this conversation, I know that a lot of women are definitely going to relate to it. And I know that in years to come, there'll be a lot of women that can come and listen to this episode and feel heard, feel understood, feel like they're not the only person that finds this really huge transition to be difficult. Because what I've noticed as well is that whenever I've brought up how hard I'm finding this part, a lot of the time people say to me, oh, no, but it's going to be great because you're going to have all this free time to yourself and it's going to be so much easier for you. What are you going to fill your time with? You can do whatever you want. And yeah, there's obviously so many clear benefits, but it feels sometimes like a lot of my feelings are being dismissed because everybody just assumes that you're going to be pleased to have more space from your children. And what's difficult about this for me as well is that I'm actually the first to kind of experience it within my circle. So, you know, I'm the first to have a baby out of my close family. And I was also the first out of all my friends to have a baby as well. So there's not really anybody, you know, that I can really call upon for wisdom in this situation. And not many people that I can go to for advice on how to get through it. And what I am hoping is I will pop a wee update on and let you know how it's all going and how I'm feeling about it. 
and hopefully provide some tips on how to navigate this time period as well. I feel like I've not really figured that part out yet, but I'm hoping I will at some point be able to figure out what helps so that I can provide some help with that too. So as much as I've got a big change happening with both of them transitioning to a completely new experience and a new new setting, I do want to specifically talk about the full school experience because for me, my youngest, and I actually feel like he will do just fine. It'll be really tough for me in a lot of ways because I've not spent this much time apart from him ever, (laughs) ever. Um, So that part will definitely be difficult for me. But I feel like because he's moving from one nursery to the next and I feel like generally that setting will be fairly similar. I feel like the jump to school is so different than it is transitioning to a new nursery. So I'm going to specifically speak about that transition into school because I feel like that is really worrying me. So obviously we know that starting school is a huge milestone for both them but also for us too. And a huge part of it definitely is worry. My little girl, she doesn't really like the unknown. She worries a lot about things. She doesn't really like new experiences. She gets quite nervous about them. She has been going to her school settles and stuff like that. So she's done that. And she's done overall really, really well with it. But it was funny because I just remember going to one of the settles where we had to go in and they had their all their names called out and they got told what teacher they had. And I just remember sitting, trying so hard, even at that point, not to well up. And all it was was that she was going to meet her teacher and she was going to go and spend a couple of hours with her teacher that day. And I was already choking back the tears, like so badly, so, so badly having to try and hold it in. And I remember just thinking to myself, how am I ever going to get to the point where I can drop her off at school without crying? Like, how how am I going to do that? So part of it is worry for her because, you know, she does find these new experiences hard and she does need quite a lot of reassurance and support still. Saying that, see, once she is comfortable, she's so good. And I know that school is going to be like that. I know that she is going to end up absolutely loving it and she will be confident and it probably will be me that is doing much more of the worrying and the stressing than what she is. But yeah, you do just worry about how that transition feels for them. And for me as a mum, I know that this is one of my traits where I just wish I didn't ever have to let them experience all the bad things and I know that I need to, it's just part of life. But, oh my goodness, see if I could just protect them from any bad thing or any bad feeling, I absolutely would. But they need to have these experiences where they feel out their days, where they feel uncomfortable, where they feel nervous, because that is just life, isn't it? But it is going to feel really tough for me to put her in a situation that I know she's going to be uncomfortable with, but I know that that's just part of life. And the really interesting thing for me as well is everybody keeps telling me about how she will flourish and I wholeheartedly believe that she will absolutely I think that her confidence is going to build I think she'll make lots of lovely new friends and that'll be so nice to see but also it is going to be hard knowing that she's changing from being my my little girl my baby and she's going to grow up because everybody always talks about how much of a jump they take when they go to school 
and they just become totally different people because they learn so much in such a short period of time. So for me, there's a little bit of like mourning almost because I know that she's going to change so much. I know that she's going to get so much older and, you know, the way that she'll speak will change. She'll act way more grown up. There's probably going to be a lot more attitude as well. Um, All of these things, like, I just feel a bit sad. Like, it'll be lovely to see her move into this next stage and to change. And I can't wait to see who she's going to be. But also, I love how she is right now. I love her so much, exactly as she is right now. And... It's going to be hard also to welcome that change. It will be. And especially tied in with that, you know, there is a fear and worry around what she's now going to be exposed to as well. Because previously at her nursery, she's the oldest one there. However, she's now going to be the youngest. And she's going to be around, say, 11, 12-year-olds. And obviously they speak completely differently as well they have been exposed to completely different things and she is now going to become much more aware of all of these bad things in life. It's even just really simple things like she might hear kids swearing in the playground and come home and ask about stuff like that, knowing that I have so much less control over the kind of people that she spends time with because she'll now go to school and pick her own friends and they could potentially have huge impacts on her life. And obviously I have no control over that, really. So it is hard, actually, to relinquish a little bit of that control. Because as it is at the moment, she spends time with me, with her brother, with her family, with the friends that I choose for her, essentially. I do feel like I'm really giving up a huge amount of my control. And there's nothing you can really do about that. That's just something that is going to need to happen at some point anyway. My mum keeps saying to me, you really need to just trust in her. You've done such a good job raising her already. You need to trust that that's all paid off and that she can make these good decisions. And also, obviously, I will just miss spending time together. I I really will miss us being together. As hard as it is, like, because I'm not going to sugarcoat it and pretend every day is perfect and every day I am loving every minute because that would just not be the truth. There is definitely hard, hard moments within the days at the moment. But... I feel so grateful to have them. I I really, really feel so grateful to have them and to be living this life where we can go out and have fun and make memories any day of the week almost. And, you know, we can go to a soft play together, we can go to the zoo together, we can go out for walks together, all of these little things that we can do at the moment. So that, that part is going to be difficult too. And I actually think that the both of my kids, they need this time apart now probably because they are at the stage where they're doing a lot of fighting. A lot of fighting. I think that they'll really miss each other as well. They will. So it will be a big change for them to be away from each other. Something that I actually really struggled with as well when they went to nursery was knowing that when they're upset, it's not me that is going to comfort them. And I did end up finding that all right in the end because I actually love the nursery staff at the nursery they've got at the moment and I really trust them and I think that they're so comforting and lovely and kind with the kids. But yeah, knowing that I'm not going to be the person, you know, say she falls over and skins her knee, I'm not going to be the person that's going to be there to give her a cuddle and make her feel better. 
that actually really hurts me. I'm not sure. I'm not sure why that gets me so much, but it does. I I really don't like the thought of her being upset and me not being there, and even worse, like having to hold it in, you know, until the end of the day where she comes and she sees me. I find that really tough. I know that potentially this situation would be an experience and a chance for her to build a wee bit of resilience and stuff as well, but. Yeah, that part's hard too, and I think our teacher is going to be super lovely. I think she will be really, really nice. But, yeah, it is hard passing the buck to somebody else, and especially somebody that I actually don't know very much at all. I've only met our teacher and spoke to her once for, like, five minutes max, whereas I did like that about nursery, that I did really get to know all the girls. And that gets me on to the next thing as well, because... We're going to, I'm going to know so much less about their day. Another really great thing about their nursery at the moment is that they are so fantastic at telling you everything. And I mean, literally we've got an app where they can write what the kids have had for their lunch. And every, every single day they're sending pictures of the kids and what they're doing, the activities that they've done for that day, like kind of what friends have played with and stuff. So, yeah, that's going to be really hard going from knowing so much about their day because that was a huge comfort for me you know being away from them but at least I still felt like involved in their day because I was getting all these updates and I could see what they were doing and what was happening and now I feel like it's going to literally go from 100 to zero because at school you basically get to know nothing there's not going to be anybody there at the end of the day to meet me and tell me what's happened with their day it's only going to be my little girl herself that will be telling me about her day and if it goes anything like how speaking to her about her nursery day goes I'm going to get next to nothing from her (laughs) or what usually happens actually when she does want to talk about it is it will literally be as she's lying in bed trying to get to sleep and then it's like oh mum can I tell you about what happened at nursery today and I'm like really you don't want to tell me when I asked you three times at dinner so it will be interesting to see how that that one goes if you know she will be really involved in telling me about what she's done that day and the things that have happened we do make a conscious effort at dinner to try and speak about that and you know I'll always ask them what their favorite part of their day has been has there been anything bad about your day so it'll be interesting to see if she does communicate that with me or if I'm literally just going to have to accept that I'm going to know nothing about about their day to day-to-day life essentially. I have to admit it's not just the full school scenario that is cutting me up because I feel like it is so natural as we reach the fifth birthday for us to want to look back and reflect and I'm going to try really hard to keep it together here because honestly this part is something that's really emotional for me as well. It's not just the school scenario like I said. So you know I do feel like you you reach the fifth birthday and because there's so much emphasis on zero to five being like such important years and that's when the most brain development goes on and you know their full life is shaped in these first five years. So it is, it's really natural for you to look back at this knowing what you know now and you know looking back and thinking about what you would potentially have changed if you could have thinking about all the lasts that you've already had as well. And I think that's where it can be really damaging on social media, where you see 
the constant reminders of, you know, it goes so fast and these are the most important years, soak it all up, try and be present, enjoy every minute. And I feel like it's great in a way for you to be reminded to be present and, you know, try and make the most of it. But also it feels like it just makes me feel really guilty. Because I know, looking back, that I definitely haven't enjoyed every moment. There's been lots of hard moments in it, lots of hard days. So it can be damaging in a way because, you know, I'm at this point where I feel so sad about moving on to this next stage of my life. And I feel guilty that maybe I've not been as present as I wish I could have been. And I was listening to Anna Mather's podcast, The Therapy Edit, the other day and she had actually fairly recently released a podcast episode about this exact topic about your children growing up and the mixed feelings that come with that I can link that in the show notes so you can have a little listen to that if you're also in the midst of this experience and something she said really stuck with me she says that we're forever grieving and that is so true once she said that it clicked for me and I was like that is exactly how I feel I feel grief that this part of my life is over. I've no longer got babies, although I still call them my babies. I no longer have babies and I might never have another baby. I I don't know what, what the plans are for that yet. This could very much be my last experience of everything. And I definitely do. I feel like I'm grieving a little bit over that part being over. I'm not ready for it to be over, but it's not like you can slow time down. It's not like you can pause. I really wish that I could do these past five years all over again, especially knowing what I know now. But another thing that was in Anna's podcast episode that really, really helped me as well is the quote where she says, not being present is not from a lack of love. And I think that that is so what I needed to hear at the time as well. Because so often, like she says, we are just trying to survive and we're juggling all these things. I don't know how in this day and age any mum could ever be fully present because there's always something else that we need to be doing. We're carrying huge weights on our shoulders at the moment. And it's so true that, that, that we're all just doing our best. And... I'm sure if we all could completely leave all other responsibilities at the door and just be with our kids, we would do it. And most of us would love it. So I am trying to release a little bit of that guilt that I feel when I reflect back on the past five years because there's definitely been a lot of mixed emotion in it. It has been the best five years of my life, without a doubt. It's brought me so much happiness. But, you know, I do look back a little bit now and go like, oh, I wish I'd enjoyed that day more. Or I wish I hadn't worried about this or that. Something that has also been tough for me. It's been hard for me to look back and reflect on the past five years. But actually for me to start thinking about the future now, it is actually really hard for me. And even that part feels emotional because what I've really been worrying about with all of this as well is that, I mean, if you're listening to this, you're probably in the midst of having kids, uh, like young kids, and you probably feel the chaos that surrounds that and, you know, how much of yourself that you need to give to your kids, especially if you've got more than one. You are giving up so much of your time, so much of your energy, so much of your mental strength, your mental capacity. And I have been so used to doing that for five years now. 
and the thought of not having to cater to somebody else's needs as well as my own for four and a half days. I mean, I feel like in a way I'm being so dramatic because what they're going to go to school for like is it eight hours or something? There's still a lot of hours in the day. I'm still going to be the one cooking them dinner, talking about their day, putting them to bed. I'm still going to be the one getting up with them through the night. So really, you know, I'm still there. It's not like they're getting shipped away for five days. But for me, it does. It feels like weird for me to imagine not being the one catering to all of their needs and I worry a little bit about having a lack of a purpose as they get older. They're going to need me less and less and less. And they're going to become more independent. They're going to want to go out and play with their friends. And they're not going to be coming to me saying, you know, can you wipe my bum? <laughs> Which I can wipe for really, actually. Can you make me a snack? They'll be able to go and grab a snack for themselves. It won't be, mum, can you come play with me? It'll be, Mum, can I go out and play? And that feels really tough for me. I worry about potentially having a lack of purpose moving forward, the more independent that they get. I'm very lucky in my job that I have a job that I absolutely adore. And it's one that I'm going to focus on and nurture now with this extra time that I have. But I do a little bit feel like I'm going to go through an identity crisis and I feel like this is probably really normal and something that most mums do when they finally get this little snippet of time back for themselves. Who are you outside of being a mum? Who am I outside of being a mum? What do I enjoy? What, what now brings me joy because so much has changed since five years ago when I wasn't a mum? My life is completely different my needs are completely different, my preferences, my likes are completely different. So what do I do now for fun? Who do I want to spend time with? What are the projects that I really want to nurture and give my energy to now that I don't have my kids with me so much? So I feel like it's going to be a really big period period of transition for me in that sense as well. You know, it's a big change for them, but it's also a big change for me as a person too, because who am I outside of being a mum? So a lot of things for me to unpack going forward. And don't get me wrong, there is things that I'm excited about as we move through this period of transition. You know, I am excited to have that that free time to myself again where I can, where I can figure out who I am and the things that I enjoy. I'm excited to sit down and read a book and have a hot coffee and not be interrupted. I'm excited to sit down and have a snack to myself and not have to share it. I'm excited to go to the toilet on my own. I'm excited to hop in the car and run errands without having to get two extra people in and out of car seats and, you know, try and carry them around or get them to walk with me and complain about their legs being sore or that they're bored. In so many ways, my life is about to get much easier. Technically, it is. It's about to get much easier. So I am excited about that. I'm excited about potentially spending time with my friends and actually being able to have a conversation with my friends because I always feel like I meet up with my friends with my kids and I literally just spend half of the time talking to them, which is which is great because obviously I'm never going to ignore my kids. 
but I feel like you have snippets of conversations with your friends. I'm excited to meet my friends for a coffee and actually chat to them about what's going on in their life and not be interrupted every three seconds. I am excited about that and I am excited to watch my kids grow and change in a way. I'm excited to learn who they're going to be because these are going to be really formative years where they do change a lot. I am excited for all these things as well and I'm I'm going to try my best to focus on the good because focusing on the bad, I think I need to acknowledge the feelings and move through them but you know, focusing on the bad isn't really going to help me either so I need to try and find ways to move forward. I'm going to give myself the space for the first few weeks and then try and make quite a few plans and keep myself busy. I've got a couple of good projects to work on for work as well. Yes, I think the plan is going to be to keep myself busy, but what I am hoping is that I can put back on and give you guys a little update on the things that I've found that have helped me move through this period of transition and how I've got through it and hopefully provide a little bit of reassurance to you. So if you're in the midst of this period of transition also, I just wanted to let you know, I feel you, I hear you, I understand and you're definitely not alone. It's very complicated, I never know how I'm going to feel when I wake up at the moment. Am I going to feel so sad? Am I going to just be happy and grateful that I have this experience? I never really know. Oh, it's complicated. It's a roller coaster for sure. Being a mum, it's wild because, you know, really being a mum, the, the goal is for your kids to be so well cared for, so nurtured and so loved that they become independent from you and they need you so much less. And despite this being the best case scenario for your child, it's also the, the scenario that absolutely breaks your heart. A part of me feels like I was made whole by being needed by somebody else and being loved unconditionally by somebody else. So moving into this next stage, it's hard for me, for sure. I do have complete faith that this will all be fine in the end and I'm probably worrying and stressing (laughs) and feeling really sad about something that I don't need to be. I'm hoping that it comes to two months down the line and I'm like, this is great, the kids are flourishing, I'm flourishing... This is wonderful. I love this new stage of our life together. But either way, I do hope to pop back on and provide some tips for you if you are feeling the same and going through this big wave of emotion just like me. But you're definitely not alone. So I really hope that you've enjoyed today's episode and that you've been able to take something away from it, whether that's feeling less alone or more in the know. If you have enjoyed today's episode, the usual stuff applies. A review or a share with a friend is a really great way for me to build my community so that I can help more women. All the good stuff is in the show notes, guys, including details on how to work with me, or you can check out my website at www.breathingtobirth.com. I'll see you next week.